The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Intentional Living with host Kristen Swarczyk. Our program is all about living the life you have always dreamed possible through focused acts of intention. Now, here is your host, Kristen Swarczyk. Hi, good morning, everyone. I hope you had a great weekend and you're all enjoying the holiday season. Today's show, I'm going to be talking about the 10 things that dead people want to tell you. And I know that sounds like a crazy topic, but... It's actually a book that was written by Mike Dooley. And when my mom passed away, I know we've talked about this in the past on this show. It was a time in my life where I actually started living my life, you know. And what, it, what happened, for those of you who have, haven't listened to me tell this story before, I was holding her hand, and when she passed over, she just after all the suffering and all the worrying of the five years of fighting cancer, she had the most serene look on her face and the peace and the bliss that overcame her in that moment was something that changed my life forever. And I'm so grateful for this. And it sparked in me a journey, a journey to discover well, how can I live this on earth before I'm, you know, on my deathbed waiting to pass to the other side? And it's just been the most incredible journey. And so today I want to share with you some teachings from this book because after she passed away, I had this yearning to know what happens after we die. And it's something that a lot of us are really fearful about. And it can paralyze people. I know it paralyzed my mom because the moment she found out she had cancer, she just basically stopped living. And then you also see these people who take a completely different approach and they get this courage and strength and they may have a really bad prognosis, but they're able to just enjoy the moment every day and continue with their lives. And so today I want to share with you his teachings because these really changed my life. This, this book was a game changer for me. It allowed me to start living in the moment, to get conscious about the real meaning in life, and, and to live with intention, you know, to, to find out what am I here to do and how do I achieve that in this lifetime. So I just wanted to share that little story with you. And, you know, nothing frees us like truth. And nothing holds us back more than not knowing it. Knowledge is power. I always say that on the show. Awareness is power. It heals what hurts. It fills up what's empty. And it clears what's confused. It also lightens what's heavy. And if you ever think about that, you know, we have fears all the time. And 
once we start unpacking those fears and unraveling those fears, we find out that there's really nothing to be afraid of. And it's such a freeing and liberating experience because we control the thoughts that we have. We control the feelings. And ultimately, that creates the outcomes or the reality of our lives. And when we can turn into the emotion, whatever it may be, and truly experience it, it allows us to have like a compass, a way of consciously navigating the path ahead. And this this process for me has changed my life. And, you know, we'll talk about it here in some of the teachings, but it's it's just a truly powerful concept of way, you know, a way of living when we know that our thoughts determine our feelings and ultimately determine our actions. So, um, you know, Mike's book provided for me this rational approach to understanding what life means and how to live it. And my hope is that, I don't know if we'll get through all 10 things today, but my hope is that for those of you out there who maybe have a loved one who is suffering or sick, I hope that this will bring you peace. And for those of you who, you know, maybe you don't even have a loved one or you're not sick, but you have this fear of dying, I hope that this book and these teachings will open your mind. And and that's all I ask of you today is just to open your mind to these concepts and ways of of looking at things. He, He studied this intensely for many, many years and He had a lot of stories from people that had died and then come back to life. And there was actually a multitude of different sources. So I felt, because the researcher in me wanted to make sure that, you know, his approach actually was based on some valid information. And and there was a lot of studies done. So um, it's a pretty comprehensive approach. And, um, you know, it really will inspire you and give you motivation to start living. So without further ado, let's get started. The first one is that we are not dead. That's the first thing that people that pass away want to tell you. They want to scream this in your ear. They're up there cheering that they're not dead because we live forever. You know, they have just gone to a better place. They've moved to the next stage of their life. And when we realize this and we know that they're really just around the corner and someday we're going to be reunited with them and we can rest assured because they are alive and well. And I think this what is this just a knowing of what happens to our loved ones after they pass is actually what paralyzes us the most because we... You know, and that happens in life so many times. When we don't know what the outcome is, we become paralyzed. It's the fear that creeps up. But they truly are in a better place. They don't want to come back. They're they're happy, and so many things are different there. It's a lot easier, and we'll get into some of those. But um, hopefully that'll bring you some comfort, knowing that they're happy and, you know, where they're supposed to be. And they're actually very busy. They actually are continuing their life. And, you know, they do the same things that they do here on earth. You know, they'd go to classes and they, they continue on the path that they were here 
to live. They're just continuing it um, outside of time and space from Earth. And so they wish for us that we don't have this fear of death. You know, they want us to live uh, based on three, three ways of looking at life. And when we think about the ways that we look at life, we're all united in what we need from others or from, from our experience here on earth. And what we all are looking for are these three things. The first one is to love. The second one is to be loved. And the third one is to pursue happiness. And it's really empowering when we realize that, you know, we're all different and unique in our own ways, but all of humanity has these three same needs. And when we strip away all of the interpretations that we give every situation in our life, then we can really see the connectedness that we share. And we create so much extraneous factors and and drama and different things in our lives that don't need to be there. We're all just seeking the same three things. And when we start becoming focused on these three things as our goals, as our reasons for living, then we can take every situation we're confronted with and we can see how it applies. We can examine how we're acting and we can see that oh, okay, yeah, it does seem a little irrational what I'm doing here, but what I'm really seeking is just to feel that love from that other person or to feel accepted. And a big part of this consciousness enlightenment that we're on on this path of transformation is um, to get clear on that and to, to release the judgment of others. We judge everyone all the time, and when we get clear on how many times we're judging others and we're, we're assuming that we have the right to judge others, then we can learn that that awareness, again, is power, that we can let go of that. Who are we to judge? Who makes us better? And we can see that, you know, let's, let's look at those three things. Let's think about how that person's acting and why he or she's doing whatever they're doing. So, I find that, um, you know, just knowing to be loved, to love others, and to pursue happiness are truly the three goals that unite all of us. And we can have confidence in living a life of abundance if we focus on these three goals. That's all we need to do. It's pretty simple. Just focus on these three goals, and you're going to start seeing your life change drastically. You're going to let go of all that energy that you devote to interpreting everybody's actions and to judging others and just focus on yourself. Why being why be worried about what other people are doing? If someone's not meeting your needs, then move on. You know, find find other people to surround yourself with. And um, you know, so I think I've beat that one, but I just think it's a really important concept. Um, and now I'm gonna get into some fun things. I know this helped me when my mom passed away. I wanted to really hear from others what does happen when we die. 
And so what Mike Dooley says is he says there's this abrupt disconnect that comes from leaving behind all the things, time and space, and learning to maneuver in the unseen. So that doesn't really make sense. Um, But anyway, when we leave, I think what he's trying to say here is when we leave Earth, you know, that disconnect, there's this period of um, this abrupt change. And the nature of the transition period, that transitory period right there, is very dependent on the beliefs that the departed has right before they're, they're dying. And what happens is whatever we're feeling, it's like we come into this lifetime and we have this contract. I truly believe that we are here for a reason. We sign up to be here. We sign up for what we want to do on this planet while we're here. And we, throughout our lives, make all sorts of choices that will determine how far we get with that. And so when we die, that's where we are. And when we pass over, we're going to continue from there. It's going to shape a lot of how we transition to the other side. And so there's actually what we've heard about the welcoming committee. It's been it's been confirmed that there is a welcoming committee. So time is also not a not an issue. They say the the party can last for weeks, and uh, space is not an issue. Everything seems to exist just for you. So I thought that was pretty interesting. And then communication is done through a remembered form of telepathy. And this, you know, seems weird because they don't need to communicate with words. They can simply know what other people are thinking. And, you know, that seems so strange to us. Like, how would that happen? But what actually happens, they say, is it's as simple as shaking a hand. So it's just something that just feels completely natural. And um, it's nothing that seems odd to them. And then travel is accomplished by willing yourself wherever you want to go. And friends are found in the same way. Thought connects us all. And that's it. So whatever we desire to do, we can simply manifest. And then the other thing that I've heard before, and it seems that they've confirmed this, is that we take on the physical form from the life that pleased us most. So wherever we were in our lives, like I I feel now at 41, I'm in my prime. It's such a strange thing. I just, I've never felt healthier. I never feel um, better. You know, I think I look better than I've ever looked too, just because I've devoted my life to eating well and working out. And, and I've learned so much, like my, my ability to make decisions is so clear now. And, you know, it's just, I think if I were to choose where I'd go back to, I would probably choose right where I am right now. And it's, it's nice to know that we can actually choose that. And then, um, you know, there's no pain in heaven. So uh, all of that suffering, all of the pain, it vanishes. And that was so comforting to me to know that my mom was in a better place and all of the suffering was gone. And that really helped me get through the grieving process. You know, and and one thing that's not really um, something I talk about a lot in these 10 things, but just to mention here, is they're always with you. 
you know, I, I was skeptical about believing that. And I think a lot of our grieving process is shaped by how skeptical we are. I know I had a lot of relatives that thought I was absolutely out of my mind because I would talk about these birds like that would just flock to me. My mom just loved birds and she was, you know, a lover of the outside. And at really important times in my life, when I needed some the guidance of my mom, I would find these birds just coming right up to me or animals like we actually had this pet bunny rabbit. It was actually someone's that escaped, but it came to my dad's house and it would come every morning and it wouldn't leave. And like, we didn't know what to do because we thought, um, you know, this thing's going to get hurt. And so we actually trapped it and, and ended up keeping this rabbit because it wouldn't leave us alone. And I truly feel that was a sign for my mom. I mean, there was a lot of things I've read that have said that. And, um, you know, she helped guide me when I went to an intuitive reading after she passed away. The first thing that the person said is, what the heck is happening in your relationship? It's the most toxic thing I've ever seen. And it was like the icing on the cake for me. Um, you know, and she said, your mom, she kind of confirmed that my mom supported me in leaving. And and I believe that they truly are looking out for us, and they're with us all the time. They actually say there's this loud ringing. And I remember when I was in um, the attorney's office when I was filing for divorce, I kept hearing this like buzzing sensation in my left ear. The entire time I was there, it was like 15 minutes, and I thought it was really odd. And then like a few days later, I just happened to be reading something. And he says, you know, you weren't, you're not going to hear what they're saying, but you will hear this vibration because that's all we are. We're energy. We're a vibration. And um, I just thought that was so cool. It was like she was my cheerleader in that moment, proud of me knowing that I was moving on. So um, it's just something to um, be aware of. And then the, the loving guides will will appear, as we've heard, um, radiant and joyful. They're going to orient us and ask questions. They teach us, they remind us, and they love you. And they're going to show you, um, you know, your way around. Everything becomes clear. And you remember the hopes and intentions of your recent life and why you chose it. So you're going to actually... After you pass away, they say you go through a play-by-play of everything that happened. You see how everything lined up or didn't line up and why. And you're awed by your power, wisdom, and kindness. And you're saddened by what you missed out on. Because as you go through this play-by-play of your life, I mean, just imagine what that's like to see like a movie of your life and... um You know, I think that's so empowering to know that we can create that movie today. We can shift this. You know, whatever you've been living up until today, tomorrow you have the choice to change that so that when you do die, your story is going to unfold the way you want it to unfold. And that, for me, was so powerful You know, no one can take that power away from us. We take the power away. And so 
I'm going to come back and we'll continue from there. I do have to take our first break, but when we come back, we'll get started with that idea. Back in a moment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Can you think of anybody who does not want a better life and to be a better person? Think about that for a second. Almost everyone wants to be better, but how does one go about doing that? One thing that is making people better every week is tuning in to the Self-Improvement Show with Dr. Irene Conlon. All real change comes from within, but many of us don't know where to find the information or guidance we need to make the changes that bring about the improvement. Most of us don't know how to work within. Listen Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America empowerment when is the last time you saw sparkles of life in your day each day holds a treasure the extra in the ordinary it is too easy to miss them because they're familiar and we take them for granted if you want to add sparkle to your day listen to mighty gems spotlighting everyday jewels with d lee she offers a new way to view the world and to discover your own mighty gems in daily life Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. This is Intentional Living with host Kristen Swarczyk. To reach the show, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to kristen.swarcheck at gmail.com. Now, back to Intentional Living. Welcome back, everyone. Today we're talking about the top 10 things that dead people want to tell you. And my hope is that this book that was written by Mike Dooley will inspire you to start living today. And we were talking right before the break about the fact that we can, when we, we pass away, we have this period of looking back through our lives and seeing the play-by-play of what happened throughout our lifetime. And so we're going to see those past, past lives even that will come into view, and we're going to look back over you know, our friendships that we created and lost and the love lessons that, that were contained in our lives. And everything starts to make sense. And, you know, I was just talking to my boyfriend this past weekend about that, and he was saying how he looked back at his life not too long ago. I think it was after his divorce. No, I was actually a, a little bit after. And... Um, you know, he was able to think about some of his relationships where he didn't act in ways that he felt proud of. And so he actually went back to those people in his life and he apologized. And I just thought that was such a great thing to do and such an empowering concept. And that's, you know, what they're saying here is that we can make amends at any time, you know, and We've talked before about the forgiveness concept. When we forgive others, we're actually forgiving ourselves. 
And I remember when I first learned that and, and how that started to shape my life. And we hold grudges and, again, you know, judge others. But when we just let go of it, it doesn't hold power over us anymore. You know, and whoever's in our life causing us stress or, or whatever it may be, we're only allowing that to be. We can shut the door to that at any moment in, in our lives. And, um, you know, I, I've recently had to do this in my life. I've had to put up some strong boundaries with some people in my life that were just causing a lot of toxic energy for me. And it was really hard because as a person who always wants to be of service to others, I had to program myself to see that this was okay. And, um, you know, now I'm seeing the benefits of doing that. And it's, it's just motivating me more each day. So, um, you know, I encourage you to do those types of things. And, and remember that you always, you have that paintbrush in your hand right now. And at some point you're going to look back at this. It's going to look like an artistic tapestry, you know, displaying your entire life. Imagine, imagine a visual of it you know, high-level visual of you being born all the way through your life and the decisions you've made and just knowing that, you know, at any point in time, we can create our future, whatever we want, whatever our values are, go for it. Create that future that you want and don't compromise, never compromise. You know, you deserve to live out all your dreams. And when we let go of all this stuff, the crap that just keeps us stuck in our lives, then we realize that and we can forgive others and move forward in a positive direction. So the next thing I want to talk about is what he says that we learn about God. And, you know, I believe in God and always have, but I also have a lot of questions about who, you know, what does he look like and, and what form does he take and all these kinds of things. And what he explains is that God is actually everywhere at once. And he's not human, but he's alive within us. And so there's actually no symbol, shape, or figure that could ever come close. But he's just the feelings and the beliefs and the all-knowing sense within us that we are loved, that we are worthy, that we are accepted, all those things we talked about earlier, God forgives us for everything. I mean, if you go to church, you have that period where we can have that period of forgiveness and that feels so good just to have that moment to think back over the things you're not proud of from the past week and to forgive yourself. And that's what, that's how God lives within us. You know, He's always forgiving us. And when we can turn inside, and I talk about this with our inner child and not view yourself as who you are and um, actually view yourself as a child, as that inner child within you that you can pull out and start loving, then you can start moving on. 
You know, you don't want to hold, hold yourself accountable for these high, high standards. You've got to realize we all make mistakes. This is a journey. This is a journey where mistakes are great. I make mistakes all the time. And yeah, they hurt and they're painful and you try and control the situation. But the minute you start realizing that you just, you can't move on until you actually just let go. And when you let go, all that power comes back to you just through that surrendering, just through that trying to attach yourself to whatever it is you desire. Just let it go. You're on this journey of life to find out or achieve whatever it is that's meant to be achieved for you and stop trying to control it. Just just buckle up and enjoy the ride. And that is, is really a fun way to start living. So that um, is how, you know, he views God. And um, I just thought that was really, I love that because um, it makes a lot of sense to me. It truly is healing to know that. And so, so the next thing that we're going to talk about is the, the second thing, which is there's no such thing as a devil or hell. So what he says is that everyone being of spirit, of love, of God, has the ability to know in their heart of hearts that there's no such thing as a devil or hell. And you... What he explains is that you are not alive to be tested, to be judged, to be sentenced. You're alive to live and learn in unending spirals of love. And I love that. You know, just being loving towards others and forgiving. And, you know, these are just cycles of our lives. It's the journey that we're on. And everything plays to these greater goals. And every decision you make while living becomes the basis for your growth. And it's actually right down to the time and method of your passing. So we not only control our reality throughout our lives, but we actually control when we die. It's something that we're ready for, which we'll get into um, in the next one. But I want to read something. There was something that he wrote... And it's called Cancer Heals. And this, you know, being that my mom died of cancer, I just, I thought this was interesting. It says, cancer, for example, ravages the physical body. Yet instead of exploring it with the immediacy of a microscope, let's stand back and consider it as an experience that plays itself out over months or years. We see that in many cases, it leads its victim into discovering his or her power, appreciating life, or reconciling damaged relationships. Suddenly, cancer can be seen in a different light, as an adventure into healing one's body, mind, and spirit. With a changed perspective, the gift is revealed, one that was invisible under a microscope, And so it's so true. I mean, again, you know, when people have these diseases or awful things, you know, that they're facing in their lives, it's when we are brought to our knees and we have, we're at a major crossroad. 
we decide, okay, how am I going to handle this? How am I going to react proactively to go on and live the rest of my days? And, um, you know, it, it's, it's a scary time. It definitely is. And I know this year my uncle's really in his late stages with pancreatic cancer. And, um, you know, he said to my aunt the other day, he's like, I can feel it's getting close now. And he got really scared. And, and we're having, I'm going to host Christmas Eve this year. And we're all getting together as a family. And we're going to just try and really embrace this last dinner together. And think about that. I mean, my gosh, whatever it is going on in your life right now, if you are not facing that situation, think about the power in that. You have future Christmases. You have all these days to live out. You're not seeing this end in the near future. And that just instantly creates joy in me, you know, to know that no matter what I'm facing right now, I'm here. I'm alive. I can do fun things with my girls. I can, you know, do, do my, this career that I love and just embrace the world. And I think that's, where, that's the way I wake up every day. I wake up so happy to just be here to be on this earth because when we realize that our lives, you know, we only have this one shot here. And although we'll go on and continue, this is our, our chance here to make the most of it. And remember those people that, you know, don't have the same chance that you have. And if you do know people in those situations where, you know, it's a loved one of yours. Become their angels. My mom always said that. She said, I found out who my angels are when I got cancer. And she was so right. I mean, there was people that we would we expected were going to be the ones who showed up the most. And surprisingly, they actually didn't. And, you know, at first we may have judged them. And then I realized you know, who are we to judge that? Like, there's many reasons why maybe that person can't show up. And so if someone's suffering, don't don't make judgments about why they're showing up or not, because maybe they're crippled with the fear of dying and cannot be around someone that's the, actually facing that. It's just too hard for them. And, you know, more power to the people that can, more power to the people that can embrace it. And realize that these people need support. They need to know that they're not alone because it is scary. No matter as much as I can teach you today, there's still that not knowing of what, you know, really is going to happen to that, that one individual. So just support and be there for those around you who may be suffering this holiday season um, or at any point, you know, in your life. And so that's, um, I think that pretty much wraps up the second one. The third one I want to talk about is we were ready. So what he says is, you know, when we're a young soul and he considers that inexperienced, we find our emotions uncomfortable and 
we've talked about that in the past on the show. Our emotions are uncomfortable. You know, even not our joyful ones. I mean, they're they're great, but the the sad emotions, the hurt emotions, the disappointment, the disappointed emotions, they're painful. And we stuff them. You know, we stuff them all the time because it's just easier to do. But what we have the power to do is to lean into those emotions. So, you know, even if, especially after, if you're grieving the loss of someone right now, lean into those emotions, do whatever it takes to let them out. They're not doing you any good by stuffing them. And when we face those emotions, when we let them out, they don't hold power over us anymore. They're simply gone. That's what we're designed to do. We're designed to just let those emotions flow naturally through us. And this can be life-changing in itself. This, this um, is part of the transformation that I'm writing about in my book. It's one of the steps to simply uh, lean in and not allow these emotions to cripple us anymore. Because we're actually their master. You know, we are the source of whatever these emotions are. We control how it feels going forward. No one else does. We think somebody else does. We think that, you know, not getting back that lover, not getting back that friend is going to make our life better or worse. But it's not. You make your life better or worse. If you desire to live a great life, you will live a great life because you're going to you're going to have positive thoughts, you're going to have positive feelings, and you're going to take action every day that's going to put you on the path to to achieve abundance, to live a life without any limits. And It'll just start happening. When you step into the on that path, it just naturally the universe is going to step up to support you. And so um, he also talks about the fact that we are not meant to bear that with which we find unpleasant. We're meant to change it. So think about that. Whatever's unpleasant within your life, we're meant to change it. So what can you do today? If you have these unpleasant emotions, what small step can you take to start changing it? Maybe it's to call that person up and let them know you forgive them. Even if you don't, just have a conversation with them because you need to lighten that load for yourself. There's no point in allowing that person to wonder what you're thinking. Move on with it. Don't waste your time. You know, settle it so you can move on. And that's going to allow you to seek grander truths in your life. You're going to find, you know, your path and you're going to find the true place where you need to be the creator of your life. That's what we are. We create every situation. And so what he says is that... um, Actually, when we come back, this is a little longer. I'm going to take our break right now. We'll be back in a moment. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. 
Are you happy in your life, or are you just settling? It's time to speak out, take control of your existence, and let your life speak. Bart Queen is the host of A Hero's Journey. His personal goal is to help you find your voice, use that voice, and live the life that you deserve to live. Do more, be more, and give more. Tune in to A Hero's Journey on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. You owe it to yourself to tune in and make your voice count. It's time to access your magic. Tune in each week to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. Our topics cover finances, personal health, business, relationships, mediumship, and so much more. If you want to access all that is possible in your life, listen to Glenice and her expert guests who've turned the impossible into the possible. Living in the Magic of Possibilities is heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. This is Intentional Living with host Kristen Swarczyk. To reach the show, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to kristen.swarcheck at gmail.com. Now, back to Intentional Living. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you're enjoying this show. I'm trying to inspire you with hope, especially if you're dealing with someone who has just, um, you know, got a bad diagnosis or is suffering in some way in your family or if you've lost a loved one. This show is all about what we can learn from those experiences so that we can go on in peace, in comfort, and live our best life. And so before the break, I was talking, um, you know, about the fact that there's actually a quote I'd like to read. It says, thinking the loss of a loved one was unfortunate, ill-timed, sad, or an accident is to miss the gift because it was the time for that person to go. They had done whatever it was to achieve on this earth in their lifetime. And, you know, there's been some conversations about um, Dr. Wayne Dyer. And when he passed away, it was, you know, he had been suffering with um, leukemia, I believe it was. And, um, you know, had shown no signs really of, of being ready to die. He was actually doing quite well. But he simply just, you know, passed away. And people were saying there was just, you know, he reached his limit here. It was time for him to go. And, um, you know, he's in a better place now. And I think that's probably comforting for his family to know. And um, so it, I know it helped me because I, my mom was only 63 when she died. And, you know, she had five granddaughters. And she'd always been waiting to just be there in that lifetime, in her lifetime, at that moment, you know, with granddaughters. And we were just this thriving, happy family. And I thought I was so angry when she first passed away. And I was like, gosh, you know, why? Just why did they have to take her? And 
I just, I couldn't get past that. I know that's got to be common for, for a lot of people out there. You're going to go through that anger. It's part of the grieving process. And, um, you know, this book, when I got to this concept of them, them being ready, and then I started to examine my mom's life. And I really, she was ready. She was, she stopped living. You know, at some point in her life, she basically, she was such a worrier and um, she crippled herself with worry and fear and was living at the effect of life. She wasn't really living at the cause. And um, it, it really helped me a lot to know that the timing was, was exactly as it should be, you know, and when we have hard things happen in our lives, we wonder, why is this happening to me? And when we recognize the fact that it's happening to you because there's a lesson to be learned and whatever you choose to take from that situation is what's going to create the path for your future. And I've had some pretty hard lessons to learn myself. And, um, you know, I could have been brought down to my knees and played the victim role and just, you know, stop living too. But I came to this earth with such a strong contract. I have such huge goals for this lifetime that I am okay. I have the courage to face the hard emotions, to lean in, and to love myself. I mean, this we talk about this almost every week. But loving yourself is so key. I mean, last week's show was all about relationships, and I explained how You know, I keep going on tangents, but there's, you know, these are important points to remember that we can't be in a relationship unless we heal all within ourselves. We can't expect a person in our lives to heal that for us. And I think that's a really great concept. And, um, you know, I continue to find things in my life that I don't really like about myself. Maybe I act in a way that I I examine and I'm like, you know what, next time I'm not going to act that way. And I'm going to fix that. I'm not going to look for someone else to fix that. I'm not going to look for that to be achieved from another person in my life because I'm the creator of my life. I can choose to make this better. And, you know, we've got to embrace those moments. And um, so anyway, when, when someone passes away, the, the things that they're ready for are, and actually it's not only the person that, that is departed, but it's also you. As, as a survivor of the person that's passed away, you're actually ready for this experience. And that was really crazy for me to understand. It's, you know, it wasn't just my mom, it was me. I was ready to live my life on new terms. I was ready to raise the bar on understanding life's mysteries. I was ready to see through the illusions And I was ready to know that life is indeed beautiful, orderly, and full of love. And that's where, you know, we have to appreciate the gift of someone dying, which sounds crazy. But there's a gift buried there. And, you know, sometimes gifts come wrapped in unusual packages. And I've seen that happen a lot in my life. But my mom's death, actually my undoing, the unraveling of me began in 2008 when she was diagnosed. And I went through some pretty dark periods of questioning, you know, all this whole situation. And when she passed away, that was the major catalyst 
for me to become the seeker of the real meaning of life. And I'm so grateful for that because she gave me that gift. She gave me that gift to get on this path in a big way. You know, I could have stayed stuck and not been on this path to become, you know, the person that I am with all these goals to be out there speaking and changing the world. I could have been, you know, laying back in life or sitting back in life and just, you know, enjoying it, but not really making the most of it. And when she passed away, it really motivated me to to live my very best life. And that was such a gift. So if you've lost someone, I want you to peel away the package and open it up and get, get clear. Spend that time with yourself to find out, okay, what can I take and learn from this? Because think about what that would mean to the loved one. If you could give one gift this Christmas, this holiday season, one gift back to a person that you've lost in your life, give them the gift of knowing that you're creating change in your life. You're becoming the creator of your life. And that should inspire you. I know that's inspired me. So I'm going to start talking about the other things because I've I've certainly been taking long on each of those. But um, the other things that, that we um, need to know from people that have passed is the third one is that Um, Well, actually, we did the third one. The fourth one is you're not ready. So, um, you know, we're not ready if we're still living. If we've gotten to where I feel I am in my life, I know I am not ready to go. You know, I I have this, uh, I used to worry like crazy. And I'm just amazed by the fact that I don't worry at all, really. I mean, I do, of course, with my kids and stuff like certain things. But I've, I've let go of my need to control situations. And um, so I know that I'm on the path to living a full life. It's certainly not my time. So if you're, you're feeling that yourself, take confidence in knowing that it's not your time and start living, enjoying the adventure. Take the risks, start doing the things that maybe you're, you're afraid of doing. The fifth one is that we're sorry for any pain we've caused. And this this is something, it sounds as though when you pass on, you have the forgiveness of others that I was talking about earlier. You don't hold grudges at all. So if you've had someone pass on and maybe there was something that wasn't settled between you, let go of it. Let go and let and know that that person is completely only loving you. That's all there is for them to do. That's the only emotion they will feel. There's no, there's no holding bad feelings towards others beyond this earthly place. You know, they're just letting go. They're forgiving. So forgive. Just, you know, they would feel so great in knowing that you're living your best life that's a gift to them. So know that they're very sorry for any pain that they've caused. The sixth one is your dreams really can come true. 
And I think we've talked a lot about that. You know, the fact that there's no obstacle in your life. None. All our obstacles are in our head. I just talk to, um, I, every like month or two, I do a call with an intuitive. And she said, I said, what am I here to do? I just wanted to kind of hear what her thoughts were. And she said, you're here to free people from the imprisonment of their minds. And I just thought that was so cool. You know, and I thought back to my mom and she was imprisoned by her, mom, her mind. You know, her mind created these irrational fears There's nothing to be scared of because when she actually passed away, the look on her face showed me that that was the best moment of her entire life. Whatever she saw was the most beautiful vision she ever saw. And she could have had those five years of living with her family and enjoying the moment of every day and actually being excited because this time to come was nothing to be afraid of. And I know that's like extremely rosy picture I'm painting for you, but you know, it's, it's an awareness that can help you take that and use it however you want, but know that it's only getting better from here and your dreams really can come true. So go for your dreams on earth, go for them If you have a business you want to start and you're stuck in this dead-end job, stop. You don't want to be in that job. Even if you, I mean, plan financially as much as you can, but find ways to manifest. Get out there and start living. Don't waste another day doing something that's making you unhappy. And the seventh one is heaven is going to blow your mind. It's everything that we read about. There is light everywhere. It's colorful. It's beautiful. My mom, they say she loved water. And like I've had intuitives tell me she's always by water. She has all her dogs with her. We had so many dogs throughout her lifetime. And, um, and she said, she's always having a cup of coffee with you. She's with you when you have your cup of coffee. And it was kind of funny because after she passed away, I did just, I loved my mornings. Like I would just reflect while I had a cup of coffee. It's usually when I saw these birds. And I know some of you may think I'm crazy for saying this, but my mind was open to it and I felt her presence. And so for me, it wasn't crazy because something bigger was happening and I was okay. I wasn't grieving her anymore. Because I was actually, I felt more connected, and I still do. I feel more connected to my mom. She's guiding me in so many ways now. And, you know, we talked about in last week's show how we need to ask for what we want in our lives. Every night I ask for what I need. And it's just, it's a practice that simply stating what you know, what you know you need, that in itself brings clarity to your life. But if you have loved ones up there, give them something to do. They want to help. Just ask for it and see what do you have to lose. See what they provide. I know she's provided a lot for me. And life is, the eighth one is life is more than fair. It is. It's whatever you decide to make it. And um, your old pet's the ninth one, your old pets are as crazy as ever. So for those of you who have lost pets, you do reunite with your pets as well, they say. And, um, and it sounds like 
you know, they bring a lot of laughter and joy to your life as they did here on earth. And then the 10th one is love is the way, truth is the path. So love is the way. Think about that. Love is the way. It's what we desire. We desire to love. We desire to be loved. And truth is the path. You know, I, I live my life with such transparency now. And sometimes it causes a lot of problems because I speak whatever's on my mind without really filtering it sometimes. And, and people can be rubbed the wrong way by some things. And, you know, I had to stop censoring myself because I, I realized through this process of cultivating self-love and acceptance that I actually do really like who I am. And I'm not afraid to share whatever's happening with me any day. Like right now, I'm sharing all this stuff. Some of you may make judgments about, you know, the fact that I think dead people are talking to me. But I'm just open to it. And it's what I believe. And I'm not I don't feel, I don't feel ashamed of it. I think, I mean, from the work he's done, it's truly happening. So today's show, I hope it's inspired you. Go out there and live your very best life and feel connected to those that have passed. They are with you. They are cheering you on like your biggest cheerleaders and use them to be your biggest supporters, to lead you into this life of abundance. It's yours. All you have to do is make a choice. Just make that choice to claim that life. Thank you so much for listening to me today. I hope you have an amazing week, and I can't wait to be back here with you next week. Take care, everyone. Thank you for joining Kristen Swarczyk and Intentional Living. Please be sure to tune in again next Monday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until next week's show, continue to live on purpose.